There's this thought out there that the word spiritual equals religion. And I want to tell you, it's simply untrue. The word spiritual involves so much more than any one particular belief system or religion. Welcome to Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. I'm your host, Kathy Stricker. I'm a state patrol wife, mama to three lively kiddos, a yoga teacher, certified NLP coach, and an energetic rhythms expert. As an energetic rhythms coach, I help action-taking women use their body's rhythms and the moon's cycle to optimize productivity and avoid burnout without letting their desire to remain in control alter their focus. And this podcast is all about doing just that and perhaps a bit more so that you can create your own path to health, harmony, and happiness. So come along with me and may this episode serve as a nudge to discover tools that could help you on your path towards more intentional living. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. This is episode 57 of the podcast. And we're talking today about how your spiritual practice isn't just your religion. But before we get into that topic, I want to just remind you that all the show notes for this episode will be on my website, karenyogawellness.com slash podcast 57. You can find a lot of the notes in the description wherever you listen to your podcasts, but if you are looking for specific links to things, always head over there to that website and you'll definitely be able to get all of the resources plus more detailed notes than what I necessarily put in the um, in the episode information from wherever you might be listening to your podcast. And on that note, if you haven't shared this podcast with someone, would you maybe just consider sharing this episode or one of the many other episodes that I have out there with someone else in your circle? That will just help grow this podcast, and it would truly mean so much to me. All right, let's dive into today's topic, friends. Um, Spiritual and religion. I'm not kidding you, the more, like, I didn't even know this was a thing, that people thought that spiritual meant you were religious, until it came into my awareness, maybe within the past year, year and a half, I would say. And um, I am a religious person, and I'm also a spiritual person. And I'm a Christian, which is what I feel makes me a religious person, and the, and the fact that I um follow Christian practices, and I believe that I believe in Jesus, and I believe that Jesus is God's Son, and so forth, right? That's religion, specifically. But your spirit is so much more, which means that spiritual practices are much bigger than any one religion or any sort of um, box that you could put it in. Your spirit is your energetic presence in the world, and it's available to tap into and use as an expression of God's creation, right? It's an expression of God's creation, and everyone has one. Everyone has a spirit. So being spiritual is not about worshiping a particular god or idol. It's about the action you take in this world to change who you are. It's about 
owning your power, stepping into your power, whether that means you believe in God, Spirit, Jesus, Buddha, or any other force out there that helps you connect with your center or the core of who you are and were created to be. When you do spiritual work, you're combining the teachings of all of these positive teachers and influences in your life, whether you even realize it or not, right? Because their messages are all similar. To heal with love. Even if you don't believe in any sort of religion or um, spiritual guide, their message and the message out there when you practice, when you do spiritual practices, is to heal with love, to end suffering with love, with compassion. That's the goal of yoga too, my friends, is to end wrongful suffering through love, through compassion. It just happens to be that when you're practicing yoga, you are using your body to move through things. And when you do other spiritual practices, maybe you're not using your body. Maybe you're using other outlets. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more in this episode. But when you heal with love, you approach life, or when you believe in that message, rather, you approach life and yourself with love. And that, my friends, can have a profound impact on anyone's spirit, no matter what you believe. So this episode is an episode that I recorded back um, in the summer in my Facebook group or in the Facebook community, um, Energetic Rhythms for Intentional Living. And if you're not a part of that group, head on over to that group and join. There's a lot of good stuff going on in there. Um, I give nuggets of how to live more intentionally, how to use your energetic rhythms, all of that jazz. I'd love to have you join the community. But in the meantime, here's the episode I recorded talking about how spirituality and your spiritual spiritual practice isn't just religion and how you can have one without the other. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about um, your spiritual practices and why they are not just religion. So often when people think of spiritual practices or when I say spiritual practices, is, well, I don't go to church, or I'm not spiritual. But in all actuality, everyone is spiritual or has some way of being spiritual. So let me break down some definitions to you. Um, It's so much more than uh, religion, your spiritual practices are, right? Um, Your spiritual practices do play a critical role in keeping you from burning out and being stuck. And there's no doubt that if you're a religious person, that also plays its role and that also can do that. But it's not just about religion, right? It's not all that it is, I guess. Religion, as it's defined in the dictionary, friends, is the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal god or gods. Excuse me or a particular system of faith and worship, right? So you can very much see um, that that's a very specific thing that you're doing when we are talking about religion or when you're talking about practicing religion. Um, But being religious does not necessarily mean that you're spiritual. 
right? Because you could certainly be religious about attending church and, um, and doing that every week, yet still not do any of the outside work on yourself to actually impact who you are as a person. And you certainly don't have to be religious to be spiritual. We get on that. And like I said in the beginning, sometimes we think that you have to be religious in order to be spiritual, but that's absolutely not the case. And uh, spirituality is a big part of allowing yourself to not get burnt out, to not feel stuck, to feel like you do have some peace and um, inner harmony in life, I guess. And when we look at what spiritual means, in my words, spiritual means um, it's anything that's impacting the essence of who you are, mind, body, soul, in a positive way. So anything that's impacting the essence of who you are, which the essence of who you are is your mind, body, and soul in a positive way. And so a spiritual practice then is a practice that's done intentionally to affect this essence of who you are and how you engage in the world around you, how you engage with those in your environment, how you, um, how you interact, how you see things, how you hear things, how you feel things, how you fully experience life is, um, and, and by putting, that's, that's your spiritual, right? And by using practices that enhance that, those are what spiritual practices are. So it absolutely could be re your religion. It could be spending time worshiping God or Jesus. It could be that time, but it also can be so much more. Um, your spirit is the animated external essence or energy of who you are as an individual. Um, it's your energetic presence in the world. It is, it's like this presence that connects you with others and with your environment. And it's available to tap into and use as an expression of God's creation. So as an expression of believing that this higher superhuman power exists, right? But it's not just the worship of that superhuman power. It absolutely isn't. It's about bettering yourself on a higher level so that when you in interact with others, when you engage with others, you are better for it and they are better for it. And that is the beautiful thing. So some of the examples of spiritual practices that I talk through when I'm working with clients and that are included in my energetic rhythms tracker to help you just be mindful about, um, about how you're incorporating spiritual practices into your life. And this is, this list is not by any means comprehensive. So I want to know what spiritual practices after knowing a little bit more about how I define spirituality and, and what we define as spiritual practices, what are some of the spiritual practices that you think of when you think of spiritual practices or that you think of when you, um, that you practice daily maybe, or that you do daily? Some of the examples that I have in my energetic rhythms tracker for people to reflect on or to use are devotions and Bible study. So that's a great daily one to connect you with source, to connect you with God and bring you closer. That brings the religion aspect into it, right? Um, meditation, yoga, morning pages. I, I call them morning pages because of 
how I learned to do them, but really morning journaling, which is just stream of consciousness journaling, where you're writing anything that comes to mind. It can be very therapeutic, um, but it's also a spiritual practice because it impacts who you are at your core. It impacts the essence of who you are, your energy, right? Um, other spiritual practice would be connecting with your partner or with your family. So spending time with them and, and being intentional about it, um, connecting with your friends, Ladies, this is an extremely important one, taking that time to do the things you like to do and to nurture those relationships that fill you up and that you can help fill up other women. Drawing, painting, creating, all of those are spiritual practices. Spending time in nature, um, working with affirmations or thought work or mindset work. This is something that I do with my clients as well. And this is something that's also a part of the energetic rhythms tracker is there's there's space for doing some of that work as well. Um, Reiki or other energy work. Maybe it's hypnotherapy. Maybe it is um, just something to help you tune into the energy of your body. Massage, acupuncture, um, getting a manicure, getting a pedicure, getting a facial. Those things that maybe seem superficial are actually or can actually be very spiritual practice, very much spiritual practices. So one of my favorite things and one of the things that I, um, that I believe is that shaving your legs can absolutely make you feel like superwoman or that you can do anything. And because of that, I absolutely think it can be a spiritual practice. It changes who you are and how you interact with the world around you. You feel like a completely different woman when you shave your legs, right? <laughs> it just, it just makes you feel, at least me, it makes me feel super like, ah, I can do anything. I can tackle the world now. So it's a good, good thing to do, in my opinion. Um, at least I, I prefer that. So what else? What are some of those other spiritual practices that you have in your own life and that that come to mind? So these might even look like various rituals, or it might be that you put your spiritual practices into the form of a ritual which a ritual is just a sacred way of putting your spirit and authenticity into a habit, give it more meaning in your life. It's an intentional act that results from an increase in the amount of attention and energy that you put into something. Okay. That's what a ritual is. So my yoga practice is absolutely a ritual. It's a ritual that I do every morning. Drinking your tea. That's another ritual. Another thing that can become ritualistic. So your entire morning routine maybe is a ritual that you have, right? You Maybe it's, it's methodical and you do the same things because you know you're going to get a certain result or you're expecting to get a certain outcome from that. So that whole, maybe your whole morning routine is the spiritual practice that you do. It's not just the religious part of your life if you are religious. So why are these things important? Why am I talking to you about this in the first place? I kind of mentioned to it or alluded to it in the beginning, but it's so important because it helps you get out of distraction in your mind. It helps you move away from the chaos in life, especially like this is my favorite thing about um, having a morning routine or about my morning routine is that it helps me feel like I like I can approach the chaos that I know I'm going to have because there are three people running around. It helps me be able to believe that I can approach that chaos with more calm. And I can. And it's beautiful. And I know you can too. 
but your spiritual practices help you move away from burnout or being stuck and spinning your wheels and into something different, into a more desired state so that you can be more present and intentional with others. They're the things that are going to contribute to your efforts or to enhancing your efforts to be your best self, right? To keep you focused, to keep you moving forward, to help you to be still. And um, when necessary, they're going to keep you from feeling depleted so that you can continue to feel your best self and so that you can move forward, so that you can feel your best, um, feel calm, feel focused, feel centered, and not get to that burnout phase, not um, feel stuck. So there are a couple phases of your energetic rhythms that these spiritual practices are super, super important. And these are the times that I would say, don't skimp on them. Make sure that you make extra time for them. And these times in your energetic rhythm cycle are the luteal phase or the waning phase of the moon, or both if you're not synced with the moon, which happens a lot, friends. Um, so though those phases and those phase those phases mirror each other. That's why I put them together as as one. And the other time is during your period phase or your menstrual phase and the new moon. Those are times when our energy is inward a bit. And it's super important that we're nurturing and nourishing ourselves. So in my opinion, spiritual practices absolutely need to be done every day. But those two times during your energetic rhythms are the times that you really need to make them a priority and make sure that they are happening. Your spirit is with you all the time. And it's always impacting those around you and the way that you see, hear and feel in this world. Right? So they're especially important during those times, like I said, but they're, they're also very important to just remember to do even small amounts of, the, of spiritual practices throughout your day because they fill you up, right? They, they keep you going, help you avoid that burnout and help you um, move forward with calm, with intentionality. So this is just your nudge to start thinking about the word spiritual a little differently. It's absolutely not religion. It is so much more. Your religion could be your spiritual practice and could be part of your spiritual practices, but it's not the only thing that impacts your spirit, right? Not at all. So friends, this holiday season, as you enter into all the busyness, all the hustle and bustle and all the preparations for trying to make things just right so that your family has the best possible experience this year, remember yourself also. Remember that you also need to take the time to do the work on your spirit and with spiritual elements so that you can also enjoy the holidays, so that you can also um, connect with your spirit, right? And if that happens to also involve um, religion, perfect, because that is the reason that we celebrate Christmas, right? That is the reason that we celebrate um, Hanukkah. That is the reason that we have this holiday season is because of religion. So I'm going to just add this in. You heard the episode that was recorded a while back, 
And now I'm going to tie it into what's going on right now in your life. Um, your spiritual practices are so critical and so important for feeling your best and for creating the outcome that you want to be experiencing, the outcome that you want to be seeing, hearing, and feeling in life, right? I mentioned that before in the episode. And one of the ways, I also mentioned this, that I know best how to connect with your spirit is through yoga. And I just want to give this little plug and put it out there that I am going to be holding a candlelight yoga class coming up on December 21st. And I've got two class times available. One's at 5.30 p.m., one's at 7 p.m. So if you are local or in the area and you want to come to Knoxville for an in-person candlelight yoga class, I would love to have you. Now, these classes are limited and they're just small group classes. So it's best to get registered right away. I will drop the link in the show notes so that you can go right to it and register. I would love to have you. I would love to see you. And this particular candlelight yoga class actually is being held on the winter solstice. And that's kind of fun. because it brings in another woo-woo element, right? Um, The winter solstice is a time for starting new things, right? It's a time for setting intentions and also celebrating the past year. It is maybe considered the first season or the, the start of the new fresh season. So it's a time to celebrate, to bring cheer, and also to set intentions. And this winter solstice happens to fall like two days before the new moon or a day, yeah, two days before the new moon. And so we're also going to be setting intentions in this candlelight yoga class. And it'll just be a great way to ground and to center amidst all of the holiday chaos that sometimes we tend to allow ourselves to get sucked into. All that being said, I've got a few takeaways for you today. First, In terms of health, your spiritual health is more than just your religion, and it requires your attention. It's the self-care you make time for that impacts the essence of who you are and the you that shows up in this world. And in terms of harmony, when you are intentional about these spiritual practices, about your spiritual practices on a daily basis, you're better able to flow through life even when unexpected things come up. And your happiness takeaway is to consider this week, what is one thing you can do regularly that makes your heart sing? This is a good place to start with cultivating a richer and more content spiritual life. Perhaps it's yoga, perhaps it's something else. In any case, find that one thing that can make your heart sing and start there. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes, I would just invite you to share it with someone else. You might even take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram or Facebook stories, tag me in it at Karen Yoga Wellness, or simply send it in a message or an email to someone. That would be wonderful. Once again, I'm Kathy Stricker, and you've been listening to Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. Cheers to cultivating your own version of health, harmony, and happiness in your life.